Laura. Doing Genre Productions presents. Oh my God! Do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God! I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport, and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Liam Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have Heidi Bennett with us again. Thank you Yay. for being here, Heidi. Welcome back. Today, so glad to be back. Today we are talking about Minute 82 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Minute 82 starts with Harry's broom uh, spinning out of control, well, kind of whipping out of control, and ends uh, with Snape kind of throwing his hair like he 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 tuzzles his hair back out of play back into place um we'll talk about that when we get to the end. i really like the dramatic sort of like hair flip that he does here yes. at the end of this minute um i think harry spends this entire minute like dangling from his broom um it doesn't take long before he like flips over upside down see this is why i said yesterday i would have crossed my legs Yes, because because as soon as it like bucks him off the broom, he like flips well, over. Right now over. he's dangling just by like one hand from the. How does the broom like stay stuck in like one suspended? Position? Yeah, what's keeping the broom in the air? I don't think we ever. I don't think there's any explanation for this. Nope. I think as soon as it went out of control, I'm surprised it didn't just like crash. Right, just like oh, I'm out. But it's not like the broom <laughs> has like a state of like. 
it hovers at this exact height. It's just this is what it's programmed. The pro- pro- it's not programmed. Uh, <laughs> well, is it Harry's abilities to keep it up? Like, does he have? I mean, he can fly it, so can he yeah, hold but, it? But is it like responding to his mat? Like he's got a finger on it, so it's gonna stay in the air. Like I don't. I feel like his weight pulling it down would be this like. We know that if he, like, lean... I don't even... It's super weird. Sometimes he leans forward and it tips down. Like... Yeah. Right. Other times, diving. like, you lean, Other times you lean he forward, forward and, and it gives you more speed. Speed, yeah. Yeah. I, I, Which makes more sense to me. Because it makes me think of, like, a plane. When you, when you pull right. towards yourself, you're going up. You're going up. And when you go down, you know, when well, you I think, lean over... I think, okay, goes, so I think it's a difference between, like... Down. Like, leaning forward versus, like, pushing the... Yeah, the, yeah. the head of the broom down. Okay. Um, we'll talk I about that. What do you if think you're steadying the broom, but you lean, you go faster. But if you're moving the handle of the broom, it yeah. goes down itself physically. But how do you decide whether it's like moving forward or just hovering in place? I mean, it's not like a helicopter where it can just like yeah. Well, it can just hover. Kind of. Well, it doesn't have like yeah. It doesn't and, like have... have like our water polo when you're sitting there egg beating your legs to kind of stay in one spot. I don't know. So I'm, I have no idea how it's Harry's broom should crash to the ground. Yeah. I think we're where we're getting at. I think so. Okay. Maybe. Maybe uh, because Snape, we know Snape and Quirrell are kind of in a way battling for Harry right. and his broom. Maybe that's kind of maybe counter- it's countering <laughs> countering it. It's just sure. keeping it in one spot. Maybe Snape is winning out on that, and he's trying to. Keep and that's it why, steady. yeah, because once Harry falls, it stays a lot more stable than it did while. Uh... Uh, prior to this moment, when right. when it was whipping back and forth and flipping him over in circles, and See? so maybe it's Snape that. that's keeping it. Oh, we're gonna there. give Snape credit for. Okay, I can do, I can do that. We can, some, we, can, we can we can put Snape on a good side right. for, for. Oh, us. okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I asked for Snape minutes, yeah. which is because I definitely love Snape and. Like we meant, like we talked about yesterday, I didn't know who was doing what when I first watched this, or you know yeah. where Snape's, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call where it? Loyalty, where, loyalty, loyalty, yeah, loyalty. where his loyalty. I was the word legality kept coming in my head instead of loyalty, <laughs> where his loyalty lies or, or or anything. But um, I love him for the his story that that you know reveals itself over the movies but also just because like i mentioned before i'm a little bit older than you guys and back before there were goths way back in the 80s people were called more um death rockers have you guys ever heard that phrase so that was kind of an early version of goth people that were into Bauhaus and um you know other kind of moody you know bands like that and I mean, he, his whole aesthetic really fits into that really well. You know, the way he dresses and his glossy black hair. I mean, if he'd been, you know, a guy that I'd see in Sacramento in the early 80s, oh my God, I would have been totally head over heels in love with him. And I'm sure he would have been in the coolest band or maybe making music alone in his, you know, basement and you know <laughs> doing weird poetry or something you, you know, know i i'm not familiar <laughs> with that term i was definitely considered a goth and later on i guess it kind of developed developed into 
emo and I was definitely considered emo, Mm -hmm. but I definitely see that in, in Snape for sure. Uh, exactly what you're saying, the darkness, the the hair, the, The the, the black, the moodiness, like definitely, definitely fits into that whole thing. And also like the way he wears, I think what I really like too is, is the costuming is really cool. It's not overdone. And, uh, like the, you're mentioning, um, Gary last minute, how there was the guy behind him with the sitting behind him with a great mustache. And that is really cool and fun and sort of more whimsical, but he's got less whimsical and more like, yes, cool guy with cool hair. And, and and I I was like attracted to those guys a little bit more than the ones that sort of overdid it with like wearing a big, you know, medallion or, you know, really crazy pants or sort of, you know, overdid it with their accessories where he's like, He's got style. Yeah, I think the costume department um, does a really great job. Uh, Judiana Makovsky is the name of like the head kind of costume designer. We talked about her a lot with the with the scene with the ghosts, but we we've I tend to like I really appreciate all the costume design. I think we spent a good amount of time the, with. Uh, I feel like each teacher has their, their own aesthetic. look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like McGonagall definitely has a look to her, and I love her look. I was gonna say we just her. talked about her look with uh, uh, with Cassandra. We talked about her hat for like an extended uh, amount of time. Her hat's amazing. It I love a, her hat. <laughs> All she has to do is put those goggles on her head, and oh, yeah. it just looks so freaking awesome. She's. Um, uh, I love her even eyes. Professor Sprout. When we get Professor Sprout <gasps> later, I love that's her. Next, that's next movie. I love the way she looks. Oh, Sprout's great. When we get her, like her outfit and the way her hat is and her hair, it just fits. She's very um, save it. <laughs> oh, very, you got save it in. What's the word? Cheruby. Cheruby. Oh yeah, she's got the. the, the I just the want cheeks. to like pinch her cheeks. She's like a little old. Oh, she's she's adorable. Like I love she's her. Adorable. Love Professor Sprout. She's one of my favorites that gets introduced in the second movie. Yeah, yeah she's great. Um, well. Speaking of Judiana, and I know you said you talked about her a little bit before yeah, yeah. in some other minutes, but I just, I took a few notes of other movies that she's been, um, oh, that cool. she's done. So she did talk about costuming. She did the Hunger Games costumes. Oh, okay. Oh. So those are really like crazy there, and, yeah, yeah kind of over, super over the, not kind of over the top, super over the top. <laughs> but, like oh, I think about the flame. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that whole <gasps> yes. flaming winged crazy cool that's, stuff on fire really dress cool. wait so yeah. i didn't really consider this but like because there are so many moments in that book where they're talking about like Cinna deciding her clothes like mm-hmm. and how it has to have how it, i didn't ever consider the fact that like yeah there's someone who like actually had to do that for this <laughs> right. i love that i love that it's Makovsky. that makes me super happy so oh, yeah and mad. then she's been she's done the captain america movies which is cool i, I mean his, i love his there's his, a lot of his, uh, his suit yeah so and i much. and i mean it's you know a throwback to the what the 40s so yeah. there's a lot of that vintage clothing so she does she looks like she she does a lot of um varied things like she did goosebumps i never i didn't see goosebumps but um, I love Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Huge, uh, huge Goosebump fan. I read that series to death. Like I had every single book when I was a kid. 
read every single one. Uh, and I did see the movie and I liked it very much. And other than, I mean, they're regular people. So I assume the costuming is, is shows more through, uh, the creatures or the characters hmm. that are coming out from the books, which gotcha. uh, I can kind of, I can kind of see. That's cool. I heard they're making a sequel, so maybe maybe she'll come back and do that. Yeah, because she's doing the she's so upcoming. I looked at her upcoming as she's doing the next couple of Avengers movies. She's oh. also doing the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which oh, awesome. already Look looks incredible. So, oh yeah, and then just um, one in the past that I don't know if you guys are familiar with this movie or I, it, it came out in 1995 called a little princess i don't know that one i remember i don't know who it sounds like one of those movies that somebody must have suggested it to me because it's it's a it, since it came out in the in the mid 90s i think i was seeing a lot of movies in the mid 90s because i lived in sacramento and i had a few friends who were you know how you have so certain friends that are like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to be working at this movie house Tuesday night. Come on by and you can get in for free, you know. Yeah. So I think I just went and saw a lot of movies. But this movie, A Little Princess, which I'm, I'm going to assume is from a book. But it's, um, I, I put down the synopsis here really quick. It just says um, when uh, her father enlists enlists to fight for the British in World War One. Young Sarah Crew goes to New York to attend the same boarding school her late mother attended. Oh, she soon yeah. clashes with the severe headmistress, Miss Minchin, who attempts to stifle Sarah's creativity and sense of self-worth. Sarah's wow. belief that every girl's a princess is tested to the limit, however, when the word comes that her father was killed in action and his estate has been seized by the British government. That's heavy. Wow. Yeah. So I remember it was one of those, and they, they describe it on IMDb, IMDb, IMDb as a drama with fantasy elements. And I remember that. So I remember there, why I thought it might appeal to you guys with, you know, crossing over to Harry Potter is that yeah. it has this protagonist. That's a girl. She's at a boarding school, but in her case, when she goes, the person running it is already, you know, it's not like we wait a few movies down the line or a few books and <laughs> yeah. get the Eagle head evil headmaster. She starts out with this horrible <laughs> with evil horrible. headmaster, yeah. <laughs> but she the, gains yeah. power through the, through it. And, and it like inspires all the other girls. And there, I, I do recall there being some fantasy elements that huh. were really beautiful. So that might be just something to, to check so, out. So it seems like she kind of has princess. a draw towards like some the fantastic, like fantasy yeah. type yeah. stuff, it's or period pieces, because with the Captain America, yeah. like you know, there's a certain timeline for that. Mm -hmm. How a lot of these I, people I, have gone on that. to do like other stuff. Like I, I love every time we come across a name of like someone new who's part of the production of these movies, and just like seeing kind of their trajectory going from there. Totally yeah. interesting. Yeah, well, we talked about this is way off minute, but we talked about Mirafor Amina when we saw the Harry, Harry's letter, like the handwritten letter that came right, earlier, right. we have books that are by her at the bookstore. She does like annotated versions of classic works. So we have a jungle book, a Peter Pan and 
I think there's another one that are all like really beautiful because she does these like calligraphy style, these beautiful oh, illustrations. Okay, and so okay. These annotated copies are gorgeous. They're mm. the, the uh, it's her and uh, a guy. I think his name is like Edward Lima, and I think the two of them together do a lot of these. Uh, do a couple of these annotated books, and they've got like a shop and stuff they do together now online. But um, all that stuff is just—it's fascinating to me just to see how um, how everyone sort of grew up with these movies and where they went from there. Um, in in some of the interviews, Dan Radcliffe has talked about how um, not only were you know him and the kids, the cast, growing up on set, but like a lot of the people that were part of the production grew up with the production as well. So they they were part of this process for you know close to a decade or something, and all of them sort of gained experience and went on to do like other big things, which is awesome. Oh right, can you imagine like doing Harry Potter and like putting that on your resume? Yeah. So oh my gosh. Some of the people they started, they were like you know the assistant to whoever on the first movie, and by like the third or fourth one, they're like the head of their group and doing their thing yeah yeah i think that's cool amazing yeah movies well and some of those names when we saw fantastic <laughs> beasts there were a lot of those names in the credits yep. of fantastic beasts which oh, yeah. i'm really happy that so many of those people came back for it that's very true yeah okay so so we see harry dangling and we see uh we see snape kind of like muttering something under his breath and and we we don't know the the music and the sort of like attention to him give us the impression as viewers that like he might be responsible he might be responsible for what's going on i think it's definitely like leading us in that direction sure Um, i love that we see ron standing with with dean thomas and he says he says come on hermione like he's putting this faith in her like i love i love how much he and their relationship has developed over the course of the last few uh minutes of the movie because we went from like a couple weeks ago on the show talking about how he was like, well, it's no wonder she has being a such a jerk. And right. now, <laughs> now he's like rooting for her. Like Harry is in peril and he is putting his faith in Hermione. Come on, he's Hermione. He's like, oh, well, Hermione, I've always been her friend. Like, yeah. shut up, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I really like that kind of development that we've seen happen with them already. It's, it's fun. I love that they're sort of establishing their, uh, the like kind of relationship together. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, also, so then right after he says that, we cut back to Hermione. I like that. I like that he's like, "Come on, Hermione." Then we cut to Hermione. Yeah. Hermione is beneath the stands. Like mm-hmm. I love the wooden understructure of of the Quidditch pitch, and seeing her like scrambling up the stairs. And I, I like the. Uh, I just want to, okay, I just want to point out, they're looking at Snape. Are they, like, a totally, like, across? Yeah, I think they are directly on the opposite side. over there so fast? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. wait a minute. She's Maybe like Harry's been so dangling for a lot longer than we think. I guess. For us watching, it's only been a minute. But but for, for, for them at the game, he's been, he's been whipping back and forth for a while. And people are so. concerned. They're like, is anybody going to help this kid? <laughs> yeah, where's Madam Where's Hooch? Madam Hooch? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. Where's Madam Hooch? So, so Hermione's solution to to stop Snape is to light him on fire. Wonderful, wonderful solution there. Yeah. Um, I like well, my my husband had. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was just going to say it. my husband had when we he was watching these minutes with me as well. He said, "What." Well, okay, she just lit his lit him on fire. Doesn't anybody have a spell to put that out really fast? Right, everyone kind of there panics a little. There is like, a oh, spell a that produces water. 
that I don't remember how to pronounce. And, and no one thought to use it. No, instead he tries to like stomp it out. And over the course of the next 30 seconds, this flame gets huge. It got really big. Yeah, <laughs> it got yeah. really does. big. Um, it's kind he must of be fun. wearing natural fibers. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to stomp on it, but it's not helping. Um, that is a giant flame, even right when she casts it. Like, like it, it, it's surprising that no one caught it faster, even, even faster. Yeah, it takes a few seconds, and the guy's like, like you're, "You're on, on fire! You're on fire!" <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I noticed too, down, like, oh, <laughs> is um, right when she is um, doing her spell, and, yeah. and is that the music changes? Yes. It gets really quiet, and it's that. Um, I don't know if there's an official name for it, but just it, it's the it's the quintessential. Dun, 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 it's the theme. That's the, yeah, the, yeah. the Harry Potter Potter theme music, but it's like it it really changes and gets a lot quieter and really switches up to that. So it was, it was I don't know. It was cool. It just it gave it a lot of um, attention that something some I don't know. It, I it just zeroed in on her. I don't exactly know what I'm saying about it. I just yeah, yeah. I just know I liked it. We do get a lot of really great moments where we where we hear that. Um, I think it's Hedwig's theme is like that main Harry Potter theme. That's mm. uh, the kind of um, kind of twinkling music that starts here, and then as soon as the the flame springs forward, you get more tension. The the kind of strings build up, and it's like oh, like something bad is happening. I have uh, I always have notes about not always, but I, I always um, <laughs> want to refer to the music because John Williams' score in this is wonderful. Um, I have some notes for later this week again about the score. Mm. Uh, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, <laughs> I think awesome. both. Lots of lots of. There's really great music. This 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 um, particular sequence I think has really great music cues. Um, it excites me a lot. I find it. I mean, she she does a spell to set him on fire, but and again, she hasn't read the. You haven't read the books, but in the book, it's just like something you can literally like. Grab well, yeah. So the, the the flame in the book is something that she um, it comes up early in this chapter before the actual Quidditch match. She's carrying around a jar that has a flame in it. And she's talking about how mm. she like has learned this new spell to produce flame. And so when it happens in the book, she does cast a spell. We mm. we don't get the the phrase for it. It says that she mutters something under her breath. But once his 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 cloak catches fire and he stands up, she like. Scoops, scoops the, the fire, fire back into this jar and then leaves. Like she, she like not only sets him, gone. but she like. They can't trace it well, to I mean, her wand anyway, can they? No, I don't think so. I think there's a way to like say. check wands for whether or not they've done things in the past. But that yeah, there's a way to like. But then you would have to like check every student at Hogwarts yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um. So he he jumps up. Snape jumps up when his when he's notified and 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 knocks Quirrell over. <laughs> um, poor Quirrell. Quirrell's yeah, sitting every, like everybody way behind him, him too. Kinda, he, like, he just falls right over. Yeah, he like pushes the guy behind him over who bumps into Quirrell and knocks Quirrell over. And so like, <laughs> so so Harry's broom settles okay. down. And, the fire is like so raging in that uh-huh. second, and then like Snape turns around and just like starts, he's fine, like, like he's fine, like yeah. no one's even like paying attention. Like is it? And it's already out. 
mm-hmm. it's like, no, it was so huge. It was a so huge ago. a second ago. Yeah. So then suddenly, like, we get the now impression that the the flame is done. They've dealt with it. And he stands up, and he's like, "Okay, I'm good. I'm good." And he I like, love his hair in front of his flips face. His, like, he uh-huh. like, flips his hair back into place. <laughs> I love it so like, much. Oh, love it. It's like, yeah. He's like, okay. It's it's kind of like like oh, brushing the Alan dust Rickman. off at the end. He he's just like, okay. We're composed, and he br- he flings his hair back, and I love it. But it's not exactly in place. That's what's no. even better no, no, about no. it. I think it's, it's kind of <laughs> it's a little. It could be a little if you're really you know wanted to fantasize. It could be a little postcoital, you know, a little left <laughs> <laughs> <Luffed. laughs> disheveled, you know. Disheveled, disheveled. is a nice word. Oh my lord! Oh, Victoria's so red right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna call me out? Oh, I'm so such a huge crush on Alan Rickman. It's yeah. like, oh, I, I fa- what did it for me was him as Sheriff of Nottingham and and oh, I'll of have Peace. to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! Yeah, she, Victoria, you just watched that recently for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and then I and then I bought the extended edition and watched it again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my uh, my my fiance laughed so hard because he knows of my obsession. Of course, he's the one that bought me the movie. Uh, and at the back of it, because it was the extended edition, it says including twelve extra minutes of. <laughs> Your favorite sheriff, like literally all the extra scenes are all Alan Rickman scenes. Nice. And I'm like, yes, that's awesome. That's <laughs> Give awesome. me more. That's so funny. More, more. Oh, I also love him. I mean, it's a totally different character, not exactly a sexy character, but in uh, Galaxy Quest, he's so. Oh, hilarious. you yeah. love him in Galaxy Quest. He's so funny. That's a great <laughs> in, that, in that movie. I I like that movie just because I like Tim Allen anyway. Yeah, and then I like Sigourney Weaver. I love Tony Shalhoub. Oh my and god, Alan Rickman's in it. So everybody is pretty great. It's a great cast. So I'm like, I, I like this a lot. It's a yeah, that's a fantastic film. cast. Yeah. That'd be I a good Galaxy minute movie. Quest I bet. Yes, <laughs> Galaxy Quest minute. I would yeah. listen to that show. Just I have all, too many to listen to just already. Just do uh, but... all Alan Rickman's movies. Yeah, actually, I don't like Love Actually. Oh, no. me neither. I don't know if I've seen that movie. Not a big. I'm not a fan of that one. Me neither. It's it's like relationshipy. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it's not my. Kind well, of speaking movie. of minute movies, just because yeah. we haven't mentioned it yet, and I know I'm sure we'll mention it by yes. Friday, but that. So I'm, I'm um, in the beginning stages with my podcast partner Sean in in recording uh, Spinal Tap minute episodes. I'm so excited, <laughs> and which, we're definitely going to yeah, have you guys on. I know. Seen. Yeah, so we're, I'm really excited to have, have. Um, both of you on if you want to be, and yeah, it'd be yeah. fun oh, to hear um, your so, takes. So far, it hasn't worked out for me to be a guest on. Anything. Oh, I'm sure we can make it work. <laughs> Gary sure just shows No, well, me and you were both on Lord of the Rings minute. We were both on Lord of the Rings, but then minute. ever since then, I haven't been on anything with him because my schedule is just—it's been hard, terrible. And, yeah, uh, it's awful. We'll make sure that you're on. And but I actually found a, qu- a little tie-in to... Oh. <laughs> I, I just thought, you know what? Why don't you Google Harry Potter Spinal Tap, see if anything and comes see what up. what happens. And something came up. Oh. So, yeah, it's really funny. It's just quick and short. But it... it um, so, Gary, since you haven't watch the movies yet this isn't really a spoiler but there's a running (laughs) gag in uh, this is spinal tap that their drummers are always dying 
Yes. <laughs> Every single drummer <laughs> that they have dies in some weird accident. So I found some old Reddit thread that happened to mention that it said, J.K. Rowling cited this is Spinal Tap's running joke about the death of their drummer as the inspiration for Harry Potter's defense against the dark arts professor um, <gasps> vacating the professors <laughs> vacating their positions for various like reasons. Essentially dying yeah, every year. Fascinating. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that trope is really funny. Just like somebody dying like all the time. It's yeah. just like, just gotta replace it. This replace position it. is cursed. Yes. We're gonna need another Timmy. Exactly. Totally. So yeah, I just thought that was really funny. I wanted to mention that. And also, you know, the you Spinal guys, Tap uh, Minute, we, we think we're going to launch March 20th. Ooh. Um, that's our intention because the movie, the original movie, that was its air, air date was March 20th. That's for awesome. The first oh, okay. time it came out. So we thought, oh, we might as well try to tether it to that. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that, you guys. That's coming really soon. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. I like that movie. I'm stoked. I love, I love all the minute shows uh, that have been coming out. I love that like every couple weeks there's like a handful there's of like new more. shows that are, oh yeah. my gosh. It's crazy. There's too many now. I tried to listen to <laughs> most of them and, and I can't keep up anymore. You, you failed. I failed. I am now a couple of weeks behind on some of my favorite minute shows and it's heartbreaking, but it's, there's no time. I can't keep up with them all anymore. There's yep. Like, 30 of them or something oh my god i know every week new pe- new movies by minutes are launching yeah and people could yeah. i'm sure you guys have already said th- oh i know you guys have already said this so if you go to moviesbyminutes.com you can yep. see which ones are popping yeah check out all of those because if if uh, any of you guys listening like like this format and what we've been doing for the last almost an we're, we're, we're gonna be approaching an hour and a half pretty soon uh you guys should check out all the other shows. If you've got a movie that you're a fan of, I'm sure there's either a minute show based on it or there's one coming soon. Right. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And for favorite. Spinal Tap Minute, I mean, I just decided I was, wanted to do it. And then I found um, Sean through posting about it on Twitter and uh, Star Wars Minute re- reposted it. And then oh, we just started awesome. doing it. So, I mean, we're, we became friends through doing it and, uh, I and yeah, know. and then we're just been, you know, um, getting to know each other through doing the podcast, which has been really fun. Yeah, that's really cool. I um, I was listening to, I was kind of a skeptic at first of the idea of like, because me and Victoria, we've recorded a lot together before we ever started doing Harry Potter. And I definitely got the impression that like, like Pete and Alex knew each other and like Scott and Nick over at, at back to the future and like you know kyle and brady and jurassic parker brothers and and mm. so i was i was like oh i think it would be really weird to do a show with someone who i didn't really like have a connection with before and then i think um jonathan carlisle and steve lasto also met on the like minute pages and they're doing princess bride now and that show is awesome and they've like it developed is. their relationship over the course of the show and it's just it makes me really happy that the community that is built up around like this format i think it's so great yeah um, I, I agree yeah, I, I i any of you guys who want to start your own minute show i say reach out because there are a lot of us that are doing it now and we're we're very welcoming of more people i think it's 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 definitely like probably my favorite community that i'm a part of on the internet 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I listen to a lot of other podcasts of different, you know, types, mostly, you know, comedic ones. But this is and I and I'm in a couple of other like Facebook groups Mm -hmm. that are related to podcasts, but nothing, (laughs) nothing that I that prompted me so strongly to feel comfortable to start my own. So it is a very, a very supportive group and people have helped me, you know, answer technical questions and just, it's been really a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's something truly special. The, the movies by minutes phenomenon is something that's sort of still in its early stages, I think. And I'm excited to see what happens over the next couple of years. I even toyed with the idea, like, when I eventually get a setup of my own that's going to be just at my house, or even even with the setup me and Gary are sharing, which which we are sharing, that um, me and my fiancé would start our own uh, Lego Minute. Oh, my God. Because I would want to do the Lego movie and then the Lego Batman movie. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, My fiancé is, like, he's been collecting Legos since he was, like, four, like our house looks like a gigantic Lego display. We, we Legos in our house is, is a big thing. And Lego movie itself has like so much stuff in it that maybe people don't necessarily appreciate unless you're a collector and have been collecting for like yeah. a really long time. That would be uh, such a great the nods in there. I know. Yeah. I am uh, I am really thrilled to hear this. I, I cannot wait I want until this can co- happen. I have the collector's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even with awesome. Harry Potter, I have like tons of Harry Potter collectibles now. Oh yeah, we've talked a lot about your collectibles, I think. That's because Ricky was all like, You're you're he he's like he he tried to challenge me. He goes, You know, for you doing a Harry Potter podcast, like you're your Harry Potter collection collectibles like are, is really lacking. He's like, you don't have like anything. And, and I was now like, you, you know what? Screw you. Like, <laughs> so now I have like all the Funko Pops and the mystery minis and wands. And I got mine and Gary's wand made from uh, Potter. From Potter. Yeah. Awesome. I sent the picture off to a, a carpenter in the UK and he produced uh, both of our wands for us for Christmas. Just so cool. Um, you know, so now I have tons of stuff. So I'm like, now nah, you can't talk crap anymore. Nope. <laughs> well, I would absolutely love to hear and be a guest on any on your Lego Lego movie podcast. I absolutely love the Lego movie. Love right. it so much. I oh, I've seen it so, so many awesome. times. I can't wait to see All the Batman one. I think this. you're encouraging yeah. this. Yes. I'm, oh, I'm Ricky right could go you. forever about like everything in the background when you oh, freeze man, frame it, it and everything that's going by. Like, oh my god, so much! I believe it's, it. it's ridiculous. I'm stoked! Yay! Does that mean we're done this minute? I think we're done this minute. <laughs> we're socializing now. We are. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for <laughs> Thank being you for here, Heidi. Um, <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with minute eighty-three. You'd find us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute, and and you can join our Facebook group, Harry Potter Minute and Listeners Army. Find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review and rating. We we read our reviews on our weekend edition. We so if you give us a review, we Ooh. will read it. Um, and, uh, yeah, join us tomorrow for, for our Wednesday episode of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute. All right. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>